Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Movies are a precarious business and nobody knows that more than actors. One minute they can be on top of the world and the next be getting by on direct-to-DVD oddities. Fortunately, nobody loves a comeback story more than Hollywood and all it takes is one chance at a great role in a great movie to turn things around. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are 10 dying acting careers saved by one amazing movie. Number 10, Hugh Grant, Paddington 2. For most of the 1990s and the early 2000s, Hugh Grant was Britain's biggest export. The rom-com lead captured the hearts of moviegoers around the world, making them laugh, swoon and talk in a dodgy English accent after starring in one hit after another, from Four Weddings and a Funeral to Love Actually. Eventually, of course, audiences became fed up with seeing Grant in similar roles, and Grant himself became sick of the movies that he was making, confessing to having a quote-unquote bad attitude after the release of Music and Lyrics, the final rom-com of his golden period. And after this, Grant essentially dropped off the face of the earth, and his decline was confirmed by a box office bomb in 2009. With this, the actor himself admitted that, quote, the days of being a very well-paid leading man were suddenly gone overnight. It wasn't until 2017's Paddington 2 that Grant properly encountered a career resurgence. Here, he reveled in playing a villain, a proper theatrical pantomime bad guy who stole the show and reminded audiences why they were so infatuated by his talents decades prior. His role in the sequel received huge acclaim, and since since then, Grant has well and truly shugged off his rom-com persona, taking on roles in multiple Guy Ritchie films and starring in well-received HBO dramas. Number 9. Ben Affleck, The Town It cannot be overstated just how hated Ben Affleck was in the mid-2000s. Though his career started well, co-writing and acting in Good Will Hunting, a series of box office bombs including Pearl Harbor, Daredevil and Geely made him a total laughingstock. Audiences were annoyed that he was being pushed so hard despite never giving performances that were all that good, while constant hounding in the press exacerbated his position as a Hollywood punching bag. Consequently, for a while there, it looked as though his time headlining movies was just over. What nobody expected, though, was that Affleck would return and legitimise himself by moving behind the camera. His directorial debut, Gone Baby Gone, caught the attention of critics, but it was his second feature, The Town, that really made the second stage of his career possible. The tight, tense crime thriller not only proved to be a box office success, but this time around Affleck actually starred in his own movie, and used the opportunity to prove he still had what it took to be a leading man in a dramatic role. Now yeah, follow-up Argo might have been the movie that really went huge, with its Oscar success confirming that Affleck's image had been rehabilitated, but that flick wouldn't have been made without the commercial and critical success of The Town. Number 8, 
Marlon Brando, The Godfather. Perhaps the most surprising entry on this list, Marlon Brando's career was in the pits before The Godfather came along. In the 50s, he was one of the biggest movie stars on the planet, with beloved hits under his belt like On the Waterfront and A Streetcar Named Desire, but the 60s brought nothing but trouble. Box office bombs, valuing big paydays over quality scripts, and constant stories of on-set issues saw him fall out of favour with the major studios, all of which recognised his talent but viewed him as movie-making poison. Consequently, when Francis Ford Coppola decided that he wanted Brando for the key role of Don Corleone in The Godfather, a gangster epic that Paramount Pictures was already really worried about, the studio probably thought that he was joking. When it became clear that he was dead serious, however, the execs were adamant that it just couldn't happen. Too much money was on the line, Brando was too much of a liability, and despite his talent, audiences didn't flock out to see him anyway. Committed to the casting though, the producers put safety nets in place, and Brando himself took a huge pay cut to ultimately convince the studio to take the risk. The rest, as they say, is history. And while Brando's career would fizzle out again eventually, this brought it roaring back to life for another decade. Number 7, Eddie Murphy, Dolomite Is My Name. It's rare that comedians stay on top forever. Tastes change, gimmicks change, and there are only so many vanity projects audiences can take. These same issues resulted in Eddie Murphy, once one of the biggest stars in comedy, struggling for a hit in the late 2000s. Though a bunch of his movies that decade were less than well received to put it politely, it was the critical dud Norbert that felt like the final straw for audiences, which was confirmed by the box office bomb of Meet Dave a few years later. Consequently, the 2010s proved pretty vacant for the actor, and there was the worry that, like Mike Myers before him, the once great comedy icon would just never return. However, like so many other legendary talents who have fallen out of favour with the studios, Eddie Murphy found solace at Netflix headlining the surprisingly excellent Dolomite Is My Name in 2019. Hilarious, energetic, and dramatically rich, it proved to be a huge success, in part thanks to Murphy's central performance. It became one of the best-reviewed movies of the actor's career, and Murphy was quick to follow it up with sequels to two of his biggest hits also on streaming services. Those being Amazon Prime's Coming to America and Netflix's upcoming Beverly Hills Cop 4. Number 6, Matthew McConaughey, Killer Joe. One of the biggest and most memeable acting comebacks ever, the era of the McConaissance was a joy to behold. Despite making his name in indie darlings like Dazed and Confused, the 2000s saw Matthew McConaughey become a generic bankable rom-com star. Headlining romantic hits like, um... Ghosts of Girlfriends Past and Failure to Launch, McConaughey and his chiseled abs made Big Bank yes, but his time as a serious actor looked over. Unlike a lot of stars though, the actor had the foresight to know that the rom-com bubble wouldn't last forever, and eventually made a bid to transform his career and take it to bigger, more respected heights. Consequently, just two years after starring in Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, he headlined Killer Joe, a grimy, nasty thriller from Exorcist director William Friedkin. Here, the actor played completely against type. Gone was the good-natured sex symbol and, in his place, was a gruff, intimidating bastard that the actor played to perfection. While Dallas Buyers Club would prove to be the more successful movie critically and commercially, like Affleck with The Town and Argo, it arguably wouldn't have been possible at all without Killer Joe starting the career pivot. Number 5. John Travolta, Pulp Fiction When you see a title about movies that saved actors' careers, you know John Travolta and Pulp Fiction have to be featured somewhere. Rocketing to stardom in the late 70s with the double whammy of Saturday Night Fever and Grease, Travolta became a household name. He was the all-singing, all-dancing movie star 
star, but he was also unafraid to take roles that challenged his pretty boy image, excelling in genre flicks like Brian De Palma's Blowout. However, his rise to the top of Hollywood was surprisingly short-lived. Most of the 80s saw Travolta experience an extreme comedown, starring in guff nobody remembers now like the quote-unquote romance movie Perfect. By the time the 90s hit, family-friendly duds like Look Who's Talking pretty much signaled that Travolta's glory days were behind him. And then Quentin Tarantino came along. Part of the success of Reservoir Dogs, Tarantino had an idea to revitalise Travolta's career and give his own movie the performance it needed to succeed. That idea was cast the actor against type as the scraggly, greasy, drugged-up hitman Vincent Vega. Obviously, Travolta seized the role, and when Pulp Fiction became one of the most influential movies of the 90s, it saw him back on top as a bankable leading man. Number 4. Sylvester Stallone, Rocky Balboa The Rocky franchise kickstarted Sylvester Stallone's career, and it also saved it decades later. Of course, you don't need me to tell you why Sly Stallone was a big deal action movie royalty, the actor dominated Hollywood in the 80s, with multiple huge franchises to his name and plenty of successful one-offs to boot. Alongside Arnie, nobody in the genre was more popular. Inevitably though, as trends change and audiences age, Stallone's brand of machismo fell out of fashion and the actor struggled to transition into the new century, starring in failures like the Get Carter remake and family-friendly fare like Spy Kids. Consequently, Stallone turned to his older franchises for a much-needed hit. Rather than repeat past mistakes though and just barrel ahead as though he was still in his prime, he approached them with a new world weariness. Accepting his age and that his star had faded meant that he could once again authentically pitch himself as the underdog though. Consequently, what audiences got first was Rocky Balboa, a movie that brought the franchise back to its grounded roots and caught up with the aging, retired Italian stallion. It proved to be a hit and revitalised Stallone's career with a wave of new projects that haven't really dried up since. Number 3. Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers As mentioned earlier, Ben Affleck suffered a major fall from grace in the 2000s, and his then-partner Jennifer Lopez pretty much went with him. A hugely successful recording artist and movie star, J.Lo was a pop culture behemoth at her peak, headlining movies and breaking recording sales records across the globe. Her relationship with Affleck, though, and the critical and commercial stink of their joint project Geely threw all of this into disarray. The movie world pretty much decided that her time was up, and after a string of failures, J.Lo focused on music and made a career pivot to TV, where she admittedly didn't suffer for work. That was until Hustlers came out of nowhere in 2019, though, starring and produced by J.Lo herself. With a stunning all-star cast, the biting comedy all about a group of strippers who band together to rip off their sleazy male clientele proved to be a hit, with Lopez's performance in particular being singled out as not only a return to form, but the best work of her career. Number 2. Ryan Reynolds a Deadpool You had to feel sorry for Ryan Reynolds. As an actor, there was clearly potential there. He was funny, he had plenty of charisma, and unlike so many bland, good-looking actors Hollywood has tried to push in the past, it actually seemed like he had a bit of a personality as well. The only issue was that every movie he starred in sucked. Like, every movie. Not just one, every single one of them. It didn't matter what genre he tried, the result ended up bombing. Want an example from horror? Well, the Amityville horror remake tanked. Want a romantic comedy? Just Friends was a train wreck. How about a superhero movie? Well, the less said about Blade Trinity, Green Lantern, and X-Men Origins Wolverine, the better. Of course, Ryan Reynolds knew that he just needed the right role, and he knew that Deadpool, no, not the Origins Wolverine embarrassment, the proper one, would be the perfect 
tech vehicle for his skills. The only issue was the rights holders at Fox didn't agree at all. An R-rated superhero movie that breaks the fourth wall and stars a character only comic book nerds have heard of? Nah, they didn't want to buy it at the time. After years of wearing them down though, Reynolds finally got his wish and was ultimately proven right when Deadpool became one of the most successful films of that year. Reynolds became a bona fide sensation overnight and has enjoyed a string of other hits in the years since. Number one, John Cena Blockers. Despite being a major WWE star, it didn't look like John Cena was going to follow in The Rock's footsteps and become a cross-media sensation. It wasn't for lack of trying though. WWE-backed movies like The Marine saw him attempt to ape the same action movie trajectory with little success while the next few years saw him in lifeless bit parts and stints in embarrassing flicks like Fred the Movie. Things did start picking up steam in more comedy-centric roles in Sisters and Trainwreck, but even these weren't great films, and the joke was more that you were watching John Cena in a movie rather than anything John Cena himself was actually doing. However, laughing at John Cena turned to laughing with John Cena in 2018's Blockers. In a risky career move, he the wrestler didn't play some tough guy action hero, but a suburban dad with comically large pecs and a tendency to embarrass his teenage daughter. It turned out to be a total winner, and Cena held his own alongside more established supporting cast members. It marked a career shift, and somehow made him a genuine Hollywood name. Cut forward a few years later, and he's bagged himself his own TV show and roles in major Hollywood blockbusters. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.